Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
that because it didn't say caution on it, uh, you know, she sued and she ended up winning. Now, this is the same basis, but she's suing because it did not say that you couldn't apply it to hair. But it says, you know, you can't apply it to skin and this, that, and the third, right? But the skin is a part of the hair. So you can't, if you want to get to the logistics and the technicality of it, it's not going to hold in court. Secondly, it's not supposed to get in your hands. It's going to be leave residue and all this other shit. So if you applied it to your hair, that means it would be on your fingers and fingertips, which it wasn't. So I smell bullshit, and I call a cap on that. I feel like she wanted to do this shit for clout. She wanted to be famous for something, and now she's famous for the idiocy of the idiocracy of, of putting Gorilla Glue in her hair. Uh, and honestly, I don't even think it was Gorilla Glue. Now, allegedly, she went to some, there's a black doctor, and he, you know, a lot of people said they couldn't get out of her head, but apparently what he did was, um, hold on, let me get to the facts of it. Um, a lot of people didn't want to do it. They saying she was a liability. So there was a, a L.A. cosmetic plastic surgeon by the name of Dr. Michael Obing. He did this surgery for her um, in about four hours. He used uh, a little concoction of medical grade adhesive, aloe vera, olive oil, a dash of acetone, and a surgical procedure to free her hair from this. You know what I'm saying? Um I mean, I don't know. I, I smell cap. I don't. So, as a procedure, as a as as caution, as as you can't record in a hospital when it comes to shit like this, right? Let alone, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, like she posted pictures of the surgery and all this other shit. Now, honestly, to God, I feel like it's all cap. I don't think that was her. I think it was some other procedure that had going on, you know what I'm saying? But apparently he freed her and she could run her fingers through her hair, blah, blah, blah. But I think that um, it, she did it, you know, it, it's, it's for cap, you know what I'm saying? She did it for clout. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that uh I don't think that she did this shit for real. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you know, it was just a bunch of bullshit going on. But regardless, even if she did do it, like because the hair and skin applies together in a lot of, you know, cosmetic issues. So, you know, when something says don't apply to skin, that, you know, clearly that applies to hair because, you know, on your skin, on your forearms, and sometimes your finger, fingers and, and hands, you have hair on your skin. So that shit ties in together. So I, I feel like it was stupid. And, and I hate that this day and age that people want to do idiocracy shit like this, you know, just, just to be somebody, to get clout, to be noted. Why is it that black people have to do the extreme shit to want to get noted? You know, it's stupid. So now, you know, you're going to be known as a Gorilla Glue Girl. Now I can see her getting interviews and all this other shit. She's going to get paid for stupid shit, just like the little little white chick that, that, that 
catch me outside. How about that bullshit? You know what I'm saying? Shit went viral. And, you know what I'm saying? You know, she she did that shit to go viral. And now she, all of a sudden she's a rapper. And she got this, that, and the third going on. I, I feel like why do black people have to do that shit to want to be somebody? You know what I'm saying? It's fucking crazy how far somebody would go to to want to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, it's stupidity, man. Just straight, straight fucking stupidity. But, you know, people, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just stupid, man. I don't I don't I don't understand. But you know, hey, people do what they want to do, man. It's, it's I feel like I don't know, man. This day and age is just is just fucking stupid, man. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to make of it, bro. It's just it's just stupid, man. Like, why do people want to go above and beyond to want to be Facebook famous and social media famous? You know what I'm saying? You're just a, a regular-ass person. You're like, oh, how could I get the world to notice me? You do stupid shit. Um, but, hey, whatever, to each of his own. You know, I, I'll never stoop that low to do something that stupid. You know what I'm saying? But people people are like that, you know. Um, with that being said, we'll go to a little commercial break, play a couple tracks. And uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about another subject that I um, – well, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So this is Dandrell Scott. It's called Faded Tonight featuring Twister and Justina. Here on OG Radio, it's your boy Radio Real. Fish, super faded, super ventilated, we elated, got it insulated, not a minute later, money generated, kind of renovated, and damn, chains on the chest like the fibrillators, demonstrated, we the innovators, you the emulators, fucking imitators, simulators, get eliminated, be disseminated, super criminated, we authenticated up in this booth, yeah. And you feel like truth, eh? And your body looking good if I do say. I can look at all day with some do say. I take my shot, let me shoot, babe. We can take some shots, get loose. Get in that cool, we can lose that proof. So true, hot, you can lose that too. Hands on your body, I could be your masseuse. Damn. And you know that I'm feeling you. I be y'all in my feelings when I'm feeling you. Said your ex never loved you, he pretended to. Let me take that job with an interview. Tell me what you're thinking lately. Mind be racing, losing patience, isolation, contemplation. Broke niggas won't talk to you. Gotta find you a nigga worth conversation, huh? Let me step to the plate. Need a real man to start for the way. Live in two cities, got multiple estates. If you're tired of a city, we can go and switch states. Uh, tell me what it's gonna be. Never saw love, how much you wanna see. Want real love, how much you want me. Feeling trapped for the night, wanna go and break free?
a little while, we could be the couple of the century. Kind of feeling like we was meant to be. Don't know what the suspense to be, especially if we hit the dispensary. What? Coming out with the good grade. Biscotti, your finger body, gelato. I know that you want some lemonade. We can smoke it over a discussion of money, cause I be one of them niggas that be helping to get women paid. I be the one in demand, now she be making bands. Look at the way that she dance coming out of them pants. I'm in a fantasy when I be looking at her with a beautiful image of what it could be when I'm with her, when I'm on a bit and we be holding hands. On the heck of a mission, I got a method to get with her. When I hit her, I know it's extracurricular. Make her the CEO type, just when you thought she was nice. I'ma be the one to put the animal into my heart.
day. Um, another topic I want to bring up, I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast, uh, expeditiously with, uh, T.I. And they were talking about marriage and all that. And they brought up a good point that you shouldn't marry for love. You should marry for security. I agree with that. And, 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 and only because solely you don't have to. I ain't gonna say you don't have to, but I mean, yeah, you should love that person or be in love with that person and marry them. But it shouldn't just be oh, because I love them. You know what I'm saying? That's some basic relationship shit. Like I don't like like if you ask a female, if you ask a guy, why are you with me? It shouldn't just be oh, because I love you. It should be a, a long list of why you're with that person. You know what I'm saying? And the security of it is not just financial reasons. It's that that person makes you feel secure enough to be who you are and to be all you can be in a in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? That relationship. You believe you should you should marry for other reasons other than just love. Because if you only just doing it out of love, your marriage is not going to last long. Um, I'm one of those people who got married and you know it was out of love. And it didn't last long because it was just that and no other reason behind that. Or at least it was one-sided. One person, you know, was, was saw more potential, but, you know, the other didn't. But, you know, whatever. But I think that when you're in a relationship and you're about to get married, it should definitely be more reasons than just being in love. You know, in love, being in love has no limits, but it, it takes more than just being in love with somebody. You know, like security, the reason security, comfort, you know, the desire to want to do more, be more than who you are or who you were. You know, you, you, you like a man is, should be the head of the household, and the woman should be like the neck. You know what I'm saying? You can't make a turn. You know what I'm saying? You need that woman. You know what I'm saying? To help you solidify and secure that head of the household spot. You know what I'm saying? Because a woman does a lot while the man is out to go to work and she's a stay at home mom. You know what I'm saying? Or even if it's a two working par- two working parties and you got kids, you know what I'm saying? She's still doing above and beyond other than just working. You know what I'm saying? Being a mom is a full time job just as well as a father, but a mother will do that much more, you know, involving kids in a relationship. So I, I believe that other than just love, um, it should be more reason than just that, you know what I'm saying? Because you could easily fall in love with somebody, you know what I'm saying? You could easily just do stuff like, yeah, I love you. But, like, love, even loving somebody, just loving somebody, you can still get cheated on. You can still get left, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff can still happen with you just loving the person. So I, I solely believe marriage should be based upon many factors and not just being in love with that person. So like me, I'm engaged. Yeah, I love my girl. I'm in love with her. But it's more other. It's far more reasons as to why we're engaged and why I want to marry her. You know what I'm saying? She completes me. You know, um, she definitely holds down the fort when I came. And when I was down, she held me. You know what I'm saying? She made sure I was still up. You know what I'm saying? Um, when something mentally is going wrong with me, she she's there quick to be like, 
hey, what's up? What's on your mind? You know what I'm saying? And little stuff like that goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? And she has goals as well as I do for the future. And like, if you got goals and aspirations to be somebody greater than who you than what you are, you should definitely, you know, fuck with that person. So, you know, I fucks with my girl on a, a longer level than just being in love with her. You know what I'm saying? People could be loved but have lust at the same time. They could lust for that person and be in love with the idea of being married. You know what I'm saying? People go that route and get get married and it fails. But, like, marriage is a big deal to where, you know, if something goes wrong, some people quick to want to get a divorce versus working it out. Like, if you did, if you used to work it out in your regular relationship when you were just boyfriend and girlfriend, you got to do that shit when you're married. You know what I'm and being married has its financial benefits as well. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to, if, you, if you're business bound, you know what I'm saying, you got to have, a, you got to work towards a goal, you know what I'm saying, to, to financially be stable for one another. So it's definitely far more fetched than just love. You know what I'm saying? Love only gets you so far. What's up, AK? What's up, man? Chilling, man. What's going chilling, on, chilling. man? I'm hearing the topic, man. Uh, so it's the same one from Facebook, right? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, 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 pretty much. And, uh, well, I, you know, I gave, I gave my take on it, to be honest, as far as on, on Facebook. But, I mean, I definitely repeat it. Um, I said, you know, once you um, you got love, you'll feel secure and be more comfortable. So, you know what I'm saying, that kind of goes hand-to-hand with you being in love with somebody. So when you feel like you're in love with somebody, you feel more secure and you feel, you know, right. comfortable with that person. So everything else is just, it goes together. And then as far as, like, that leading to marriage, I think, you know, I mean, I think that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? So once you, you know, you get married to somebody, y'all become like a team or a business or a corporate, whatever y'all want to call it, you know, y'all become a team. So, you know, when y'all get married, you know, y'all think about it's no longer you, yourself and myself or your business and my business it becomes our business, it becomes our home, right. everything, you know, it comes, y'all come together on. So which either one right. or two things happen, you know, in that situation where you build a uh empire and you know y'all get stronger, you know, you build a great home. You know, if y'all got kids you build a, a great home for, you know, your kids to grow up in to learn in and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, man, I feel like if you really genuinely love somebody, you'll feel secure with that person. And then at the end of the day, man, like I said, you know, as as a man, you should your your goal should be you you know, marriage should be building a family, should be leaving a legacy for your kids and, you know, you know, in further generations, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't see why that wouldn't be the goal, but, I mean, everybody different. You know, some people, you know, uh, feel like the marriage ain't the situation they want to be in. Some people feel like they want to be in, like I said, because some people get married early. You know, like we talking about 19, 20, 21, 22. You know, some people feel like they they ready for it all. At, at that age. Some people, you know, they they take their time. They want to be as perfect as possible for somebody, but um, it's not about being perfect. It's about embracing that your significant other's flaws and understanding what their flaws are, and either you can strengthen their flaws or accept their flaws and understand, like, this is who they are, and if you can love that person, 
with their flaws and what they you know what they bring to the table, and it, and and it's more good times than bad, and and the fights ain't like like deal breaking. You know what I'm saying? Like where y'all fight, y'all can't come to back to the table, have a conversation, and fix the issues. So I mean, I guess that's what I mean when I say love and security and everything else just falls in the in the same place. But you know, it's it's more so. I feel like people get married for the ceremony and not for what comes after, you know. Um, sometimes right. people get married just to say that they married, just to have a title. Some people get married just to have a title, you know, because certain situations, people will be in relationships and they be like, so what I, you know, and then that gets so confused and people, you know, be, don't be communicating when it comes to that situation. And some people, you know, when they get married, they understand everything that comes with it. So it's like they embrace the challenge of becoming married and they willing to, you know, compromise and understand each other and build something together, whether they're just trying to be stuck in your ways and you trying to change one person, but you're not going to change nothing about you, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, it's more so about, knowing that person and being comfortable with that person and understanding all their flaws or whatever they come with. So when y'all ready to get married, there's nothing new that you have to find out about this person, you know what I'm saying, when you finally, you know, get married. So, you know, I feel like that was a great topic today, man. You know, definitely appreciate it. I I was saying basically uh, it should be more than just, you know, love, like love shouldn't be the only reason why somebody right. want to get married or be in a relationship. So like if a, if a person asks, Hey, why are you with me? They just solely be like, well, because I love you. That's shouldn't, that shouldn't even be the answer. It should be way more other reasons other than just, Oh, I love you. Or, Oh, I'm in love with you. You know what I'm saying? Like love is, is in the, in the mm-hmm. place, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like for me, if I was to ask my girl, I would expect to hear a whole list of reasons <laughs> other than just, you know what I'm saying, oh, because I love you. Like, oh, it should be more than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It should be other stuff that mm-hmm. I do that makes you be like, oh, this is why I'm mm-hmm. in love with you. You know what I'm saying? And right. some people don't have that. They just be like, oh, I love you. Like, and I gave an example of my last marriage. It was basically just love, you know, without other reasoning. You know what I'm saying? At least on one hand. Mm-hmm. You know, the other end, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but one end was just, oh, because I love you. It's like, that's not enough. It should be more than that. Like, right. why, why did we get married if that was just the case? You know, so it should be way more than that. Right. And, uh, the other topic that I was talking about, I was talking about the Gorilla Group Girl. I don't know if you heard about her. <laughs> Boy, I've been following that situation. So, you know, for all those, again, uh, she decided to put Gorilla Glue in her head. Um, I call bullshit on it uh, because if you're putting, if you're applying Gorilla Glue to your hair, it would be in your hand. You know what I'm saying? It would be all. Yeah. If you know women and how they do their hair, especially if they're slicking down edges and shit with edge control and shit, it's in their hand. And they wash it off and just that yeah. dirt. So, you know, if you was to use Gorilla Glue, it would definitely be in your hands, which it wasn't. And she decided to want to sue the company saying that, oh, they didn't say nothing about that you couldn't put in your hair. 
But if you look at, if you want to get technical, the skin is a part of the, the hair is a part of the skin. So it's not going to hold up in court. She's definitely going to lose that battle. Because yeah. when it comes she to that hair and skin, exactly. Like, um, take, I guess she wanted to be like hell. the lady. Exactly. I think she wanted to be like the lady who won the court case with the hot coffee. It's still in her lab, and she's like, oh, it doesn't say caution hot, so I wouldn't have known. And she won. Like, as stupid as that sounds, like, of course, if you're getting coffee, it's hot. But, okay, yeah, it didn't, it didn't say caution hot. So, you know, she put it in her lap in the field. But, you know, that was stupid um, on her part to put it in her lap. Very, like you have, Cars are equipped with cup holders. So, I mean, and if you don't have one, you could ask for a cup holder. But, hey, I mean, it held up in court. But for this lady, uh, I don't think it's going to hold up in court. And allegedly she no. was some type of doctor to, to perform a procedure to eliminate that shit in her head, and now she could she got her hair back. Uh, I don't know like how that, true that is, but you know. Mm. I mean, I saw the videos, bro, and like I said, at the end of the day, she made a a viral mistake that went viral. She ain't gonna be never forgotten about this situation. Um, exactly. like I said, at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, she made a mistake. She paid for the mistake, and she went viral on all over the media. Oh, social media! Everybody made a joke about her. She a meme for the rest yep. of her life. At the end, to say all that, to say all that, she still is able to, you know, she still got her hair. I mean, what little she has left, she still got some type of hair, and she can right. still kind of live a normal life as far as getting hairstyles. But she a meme forever. She like, if, if I was her, I'd exactly. put a hand on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you Which a I mean, know you know. Somebody gonna, somebody gonna, you know, she gonna be on somebody's show. I went viral, you know, it's a exactly. show called I went viral, something like that. So she may get an yeah, offer to do that there. show, go on some other, go on some talk shows, just make sure she get a little check, you know. what I'm saying? I mean, she can spend this to what she get paid, you know. what I'm saying, you know, she'll be exactly. a joke, but hey, if you, if you gonna get laughed at, get a check for getting laughed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, she definitely did it for clap, like the the Catch Me Outside girl. Same thing, mm-hmm. same exact thing. And I was saying that mm-hmm. I think it's a shame that black people would go that far to want to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? You can do mm-hmm. other stuff in life to be noticed. You don't have to do silly shit like that. And now there's this whole gorilla group challenge. And some guy recently just did it, and he ended up in the ER. So I was like, why are we doing Dude. stupid shit like this? You know what I'm saying? Like two years ago, people were doing the cinnamon challenge. Like, why do we do stupid shit like this and it goes viral? The people are following it, they follow us. Yes. There's no trend to They follow us. That's, that's not a trend to set. That's, if you want to set something, do something positive. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely mm-hmm. not a trend to set. That's blind leading the blind, stupid following the stupid. No. It is. Cause I heard about some guy. Um, I don't know. I think he's from, like, L.A. or something like that. He had got his stimulus check. And... Instead of I was listening to the radio. Like I said, I'm I'm not done. I get to listen to the radio a little bit too much for my liking. That's a whole another situation, but I just get to listen to the radio while I drive to work now. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy in I wanna say California and he's um he took his stimulus check, whole stimulus check. He got he got both of he got I, I wanna say he got both of them. And instead of like blowing it, like spending it on like cards and 
just wilding out and stunting, he wound up planting a generational garden. Now, it is said that a generational garden can, if kept up right, can grow for like two generations. For if it's if it's, if it's up kept right, it can grow for at least two or three generations. And he right. said his goal is to feed not only his his family and his community, but continuously teach whoever wants to upkeep this garden up until as long as he's is until he's gone, until his kids gone. Like he wants to he wants to give that to his community. And I heard the story and like I said, I definitely, definitely, you know what I'm saying, if he had a social media page, I would definitely follow that man right now. I can't remember his name. I know I'm gonna look it back up when I get off the air, but um just to hear something like that, man, just really I really sat there and thought like, man, you know what? Stuff like that don't get celebrated. Like we'd have never known exactly she wouldn't have said nothing on the radio. And like I said, if he had a social media page, I definitely would go follow him. I would send him a message and be like, man, I really do appreciate. I would make sure people gave him his respect. I'm a, I'm not, I'm a stop. I'm not going to ever say give people their flowers. I'm going to say give people their, the respect that they are due when they do something amazing. And I feel like he deserves his respect to tip my, tip my I cap to that guy, man. Like I said, when I get his name and all that stuff, hopefully he got a social media. I'm going to find him. I don't know how I'm gonna do, but I'm at least like look it up, look up the story, and post it on Facebook because um, it was definitely a breath of fresh air to hear something like that. To where you know right. people get free money. First thing they want to do is either go buy some rims, <laughs> go buy some clothes, do something. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, he could have did a million things with that check, but the fact that he put it back into his community and try to make his community look good, man, that's that's definitely amazing, man. I definitely salute people like that. Facts. I definitely feel that. And now I want to gloat since you're on the show. Cause I told you <laughs> that Tom Brady is gonna get number seven. <laughs> you could never go again. This man now has a 70% success rate in the Super Bowl. You can never go against Tom Brady. And the, the uh, major key besides besides Brady throwing for three touchdowns, 200 some yards, that defense grew up before our eyes throughout the playoffs. They you shut know what? down Brady. I'm a, they shut I'm down Rodgers. You. you know what? I'm not even mad at you about saying this right now. Because I would have been, but what you just said let me know that me and you really can't talk sports because you really know what you're talking about. Not only – I knew you going <laughs> to give me the Tom Brady stats. I knew that. I knew that. And don't get me wrong. Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does. It's a lot of factors to go into, you know, what Tom Brady does, and that is what it is. But – the fact that you gave this defense props, and and this is my this is my problem with sports analysts, and I feel like if they when they let me in the game because I'm getting close, when they let me in, I'm definitely coming out, out after the head honchos of the, of the game and testing their IQ to the maximum. Like I don't care if Stephen A. hit me, um, uh, Shannon Sharp, or whoever, um, but. But shout out to Kendall Gill, man. Me and Kendall Gill debated. If y'all don't know Kendall Gill, uh, NBA NBA legend from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? 
me and him have have debated before a couple of times on his on his show. So I give respect to Kendall Gill because he he know what he's talking about, and we we really dug deep into some stuff. So shout out to Kendall Gill, shout out to the Parlay, shout out to Tilo. That's a show that I'm I got some stuff coming in in the works. I'm gonna be doing some work with them. Part of Major my, my show, but that's another situation, you know. So um, the fact that people never get like any team Tom Brady's played for, it's either when they win, this is exactly how they do Tom Brady. When they win, any Tom Brady team wins, all you hear is about what Tom Brady did. When they lose, all you hear about is the type of help what Tom doesn't have to be successful. It ain't never right. like it's like if they try to blame Tom Brady, it's almost like oh you being disrespectful to Tom Brady. It's like no, Tom Brady make mistakes too, and exactly. in that Green Bay game, the defense saved him because he was in trouble. He was in he yeah. three straight I, I that. Yeah. He was in that trouble. Defense. He was not playing good football when 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 they played. Even in the Washington game, the Washington yeah. game that they played in the playoffs, that wasn't no blowout. They had to fight nah. that team. They had to fight to win you know, that one. Don't get me don't get me wrong. The end of the score didn't explain the game because right that Washington has a solid defense. They just young, but like I said, I feel exactly. like Tampa Bay's defense did the exact same thing that Kansas City's defense did last year when they when Kansas City won, and Kansas yep, and they all like Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. And every playoff oh, game, defense. that defense did a little bit more, a little bit more. And they got yep. to the Super Bowl, and they did exact. They locked in. And that's exactly what happened with Tampa Bay. I'm not saying Tom Brady didn't do nothing. I'm saying is when your defense give you the ball yep. inside your in, in the red zone like three times and you got Tom Brady, you're going to score points. I mean, come on. Exactly. So, for who think I, you know, that's just how I feel about it. But like I said, it is Tom Brady. I give it is what it is with the Tom Brady situation, whatever it is. He won. Yeah, I, I, he I give did his Brady job. His top, but the defense definitely expo- ex- exposed how to beat Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. on the other hand, mm-hmm. on the other hand, like even though they took away the deep ball, I feel like Kansas City should have ran more. On the other hand, <laughs> that defense lost that game. Kansas City defense. Like, yeah, they that did. was some calls I was like, mm-hmm. eh. But they were one of the that teams defense. that were leading the NFL and holding bad. penalties. And they was giving up yeah. a lot of penalties. So that yeah. was 93 yards that Tom Brady didn't have to work for. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a free 93 Because of those yards. penalties, he was like, exactly. Because of those penalties, he's like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. he, he worked, but he didn't have to work his hard. And mm-hmm. I like he the did. fact that Bruce Arians got the black coaching staff, and he let Tom Brady coach, unlike that he did uh, in New England. He didn't coach. So Tom Brady, mm-hmm. he, he, was the, he was the master to this. He went and got three pieces to the puzzle that he needed. He needed an mm-hmm. extra receiver, so he got – he was like, yo, let's get Antonio Brown. He was like, all right, we need a tight end. Let's get Gronk. All right, we need another running back besides Ronald Jones. Let's, Let's get, get four in that. Lo, lo and behold, and I give three scored those touchdowns geez. for Tampa Bay. Yeah. And to your point, for me, I feel like that 
Kansas City's game plan should have just been, we're going to run this rock because we know exactly, exactly. what they're looking for. Exactly. We burnt them up alive on the past. So my my scripted, my scripted first 15, I'm off tackle, off tackle, run a little pop pass to the tight end because they were playing exactly. a man cover three. So when you're playing the man cover three, so basically what it is is you have your corners on the outside have man, but they have seam man. So that means anything within their seam range, that's them. Once it gets to the inside of the field past the 15, the two top safeties have deep middle. Your linebacker, which is chasing Mahomes, he's a spy. So everybody else underneath, the middle of the field is wide open. You don't even got to throw deep. In route, slant, dig route, all that's open all night. And don't get me wrong, they hit them routes. But it was a lot of drops. Like, Kelsey dropped some yeah. passes. I didn't think he they would drop. Tariq Hill dropped some passes. Like, everybody dropped passes. And, he didn't, and I he feel didn't like the coaching staff, yeah, they didn't catch it. Like, they took Tyreek Hill out of the offense, period. And I feel like I'm that was a perfect scenario where they could have ran screen passes, the little wide receiver screens. Like, it was so much stuff I'm looking. And I'm a defensive-minded guy. I played defense. I played defense awful years. In high school, I played defense in college, uh, semi-pro teams, flag, arena league. So I coached pop one football. I coached defense. So when I saw what Tampa Tampa Bay was doing, I said, "Oh, that's all you got to do." But they exactly. did. They chose to stay with. They, they chose to stay with their game plan. They're like, "Oh, we got it. We beat them last like a couple which, weeks ago." No, it's not the same. Which which they should know. You know, Hilaire. Edwards had 100 yards, right? So that was working. Mm-hmm. So why not continue to run? Why not throw him a play, you know, a screen mm-hmm. pass, something like that? And you have yep. Le'Veon Bell, who's good for all of those yeah, areas. Touch the field. So I, Did he touch the field? Exactly. No, I don't think so. I ain't, he ain't touch the field. And, and, oh. and that could have been your guy. Like, you could have did it to where exactly. you could have lined him up in the slot. And they wouldn't know what the hell you exactly. were doing with a layer in the backfield. And they They're did no, no trick plays, none of that stuff that they was doing earlier. None of that. And I felt like if they would have continued just, to run the ball, I feel like Edwards could have had 200-plus yards and at least three touchdowns on Tampa Bay defense. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think Le'Veon could have had a, a productive game, too, as well. Le'Veon could have exactly. run about 90, probably had a touchdown here and exactly. there, something like that. So I feel like it's so much it's, stuff. That a team exactly. like Kansas City, they 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 got the biggest playbook ever because they did a special yep. on Andy Reid getting plays from anybody, but he didn't use yep. none of them trick plays that he normally used. So I feel like they like he lost in this game because he didn't he didn't fix up the exactly. game plan the way it should have been. And then Eric Bieniemy, exactly. I think he was kind of like, eh, I ain't gonna get no head coaching job, so I'm just gonna stay here. And he just didn't use his weapons, man. They just didn't. I don't want to say that the accident that Andy Reid's son got into was a distraction. I just feel like Kansas City just thought, oh, we just going to add him out, bro. We good. We going to game plan for week, whatever they played them, like 9 or 12 or whatever week that they right. played them. I feel like they just went back and grabbed that play, that uh, yeah. that whole week pr- preparation and just put it in the Super Bowl. All right, we're going to do this and add this. That's it. Exactly. And because yeah, was, they were blitzing, 
you should have definitely used a lot of screenplays and killed them. A lot of wide receiver screens, tight end screens. I mean, exactly. Tampa Bay used a tight end screen for a touchdown. Yep. With Grunt, so, not even a touchdown. It was like a first. So, I mean, but still, exactly. too. So, for the 2021 season, do I see Tampa Bay and Kansas City Part 2 Super Bowl? Yes. Because I Maybe. feel like it's not a lot of NFC, you know, who's going to compete no, to, no. to beat um, uh, Tampa Bay. Because that defense, like I say, they grew up before our eyes in the playoffs. And their average you know age what? was, I think, 25, 26. Because they're all uh-huh. 27 and younger besides Damakasu and uh, JPP. So, yeah, but besides, they, you know, they know how to two, work this. Exactly. They knew they knew how to, you know, do their thing for the young heads. To, and should, big shout out to Devin they White. Can learn Devin from White stepped up. Uh, him and oh, yeah, uh, And you know Definitely. what? I was watching there. Winfield Jr. when he was at Minnesota. So I knew he was a dog coming he was into because he was balling exactly. as, a, as a freshman like, at Minnesota. Exactly. So, yeah. For those who, who who know who his dad is, you know he was getting pointers from his dad. Like, yo, this is, oh, this yeah. is where you need Come to be. Now. This is, you know, like. He, this what this player like to do. This what this player like to do. That was a dog. And I feel like, even though I hate this team, Green Bay jagged himself in that playoff game. Yeah. One. Yeah. One. They made the ultimate mistake. It is nine seconds left. Just go preview. Yeah, I know I Aaron I Rogers. hate the preview defense, but you you go man up. You ain't even blitz time, bro. You just went man, and then the safety is. Yeah. I'm not blaming the safety. King was getting munched, murdered, beat, beat, destroyed the whole game, and that coach ain't. Say one time, I mean, let's just go zone because he can't guard nobody one on one. I don't know if he hurt or whatever was exactly. going on. But I feel like Green Bay's defense and the coach that didn't go for it on fourth down lost them that game. Exactly. That's my honest opinion. That's why they lost. That's exactly the reason why they lost. So I'm like, it is what now, it is. I mean, now, how do you feel about the Deshaun Watson situation? Because I saw today. That JJ Watt was like, "Yo, I want out." I was just going to say that. And it's like, okay, but you got Watt, and, and now it's going to become a racial thing because you know your quarterback wants out. Yeah. And it's like, no, we're not doing it. But you but, get the white guy, JJ Watt, like, "Yo, I want out," and they give him out. But how many years did JJ have? On, that's what I got to go look up. How many years did JJ have on his contract left? That's the real question. If he had uh, like, I think he had one he, more, one he, more left. <clears throat> if he, he had, had less than left. one or one, then that's different. Deshaun got what two left? No, he had two do we left. Get, do we got one? Two? But he got two. Okay, I was right. He, he got two, but two that's left. That's what I'm I saying. Think. But you got one year you left. Like I said, in the NFL, they can cut you whenever they feel like it. Mm-hmm. But if you got a contract with guaranteed money, they get to pay you the guaranteed money. So that's why they give certain players like AB had a nine guaranteed contract for uh, two million dollars. That's right. an insurance policy to basically try to keep you in line. Like, okay, if you don't want to play ball, then we are gonna cut you and you don't get no money. So that's kind of why <clears throat> when people see coaches take chances on players, 
who, like, oh, I'm not playing with him. Like, Corey Dillon, that when he went to uh, New England, Chad Johnson, when he went right. to New England. Like, right. they had non-guaranteed contracts. That means that at any point in time, if we feel like you are a detriment or a problem to this team or you can't We're help it, you can leave. But I feel like on but, the John Watson situation, I feel like that they're not they're not gonna let him go because maybe he signed that big contract this year or was it last year? Last yeah. year, big was last year. Which, which is so yeah, they, which is crazy. So now he can sit out they can't, and still be eighty million dollars rich. Right, he can sit out and still get paid. My thing is that with that contract. The reason why they say not going to trade them, probably because they can't find another team that's going to, you know, once you trade a player that's on guaranteed contract, the two teams have to decide who's going to pay the bigger of the amount for that player. Now, whoever's probably trying to get Deshaun Watson kind of like, nah, we don't want to pay that much. So it, it probably don't come down to, like, you know, situations and all the other stuff or wherever you want to go. It comes down to, which side is going to pay the most money that we still have to pay him for his original contract for him to either leave or come to that Jets team? Could. I think the Jets could. They got the money. They got the it's cap all, space. It's all I about who wants do. to, you know, spend that money. Because at the end of the day, right. that's like in the NFL, when you're getting traded, it's, it's not about which team wants you. It's which team can afford to pay that afford, salary right. that they – Yeah, who can afford you. So, I mean – now. You know. Now, our beloved Bears, here's what I think Uh-oh. should happen. It is what I think should happen. It's already stated you didn't get a contract extension to Nagy and uh, uh, the, the the GM, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you went now. My thing with Mitch Trubisky, before he got benched, he, he wasn't doing that. He was not doing that. His he numbers was. was really great. He and was mad in the shit. Exactly. Then when he got back, he won games. He lost, what, maybe one or two. And, but he was still, yeah. he still got you to eight and eight. He got you to the playoffs. Now, yeah, okay, we didn't move the ball as much. I get that. And there was some decision-making on his end was was kind of fucked up. But. When they the coaching when when you when you went from the coach calling plays to the offensive coordinator uh, calling plays, it worked. And then when Mitch put his input in, it worked. So for me, for next season, I think that what they should do is re-sign Mitch for a fifteen to eighteen million dollar deal for two years. Right? See what he do in two years. Still go ahead and draft that quarterback. Because uh, yep. now they're saying they might trade up to get that quarterback. I will still draft him. Keep Mitch. See what you can do for 2021. And just in case you do not end up re-signing A-Rob, go and get these big-time receivers that are in free agency right now. There's a lot yep. of weapons out there in the free agency. That's what the Bears should oh. do. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd be safe. Mm-hmm. Don't resign Mitch. Go get that rookie quarterback. I already know it's not going to work. For the Bears system and for them to get a rookie quarterback and play how they play is not going to work. Right. So you might as well keep yeah. that quarterback who knows the system 
Because the hell with Foles. Mm-hmm. Foles, fuck him. I would try to find some way to get him the hell up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Foles is considered um, like, he's like the closer. He like, he good for, first, like, he's good if you got a, a, a starting quarterback injury from. That is his best fit. That, that's he's it, a that's guy, he, he, he's like, he's like, you know how uh, Fitzpatrick is? That's kind of the same category Foles falls into me. He'll be good right. for a stretch of games, like five, four to six stretch of games. He'll come through, be hot, be aggressive, light it up, I go to that. Exactly. Now, with Mitch, the Bears failed Mitch. Mitch ain't failed himself. The Bears failed Mitch. The year that that man right. didn't play one preseason game. And this is his right, second because, year as a starter. Because, because like, the truth you, came you out that to... Nagy did not want Mitch as the QB. That That came out. So that's yeah, what I'm the saying. Bears that's what it failed like. Mitch Trubisky on purpose, and and I and I believe so, him. I, I believe he's a good quarterback because number wise, he has been the best quarterback the Bears had since Jay Cutler. Since Jay Cutler, yeah, and and Jay Cutler wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? He got us no Jay Cutler to where we wanted Jay to Cutler, be. It was just people didn't like his attitude. As far as Jay Cutler, the player, exactly. oh, he balled out. Jay Cutler balled out. Yeah. But it's just exactly. people didn't like his attitude because attitude overshadowed his his play. You know what I'm saying? So I exactly. feel like just how you feel about Mitch. Like the Bears failed him a year ago, and then you got a coach that don't want him, trying to get him to do stuff he don't want to do. He's trying to mold him into – that's all I don't understand. Nagy had exactly. Alex Smith. And then you draft Mahomes, but you want Mitch to play like Brett Favre. I'm not Brett Favre, but like Tom Brady and sit in the pocket. Yeah. Like, bro, that them days is over with. Like, no, he's mobile. Like, because cause this day and age, you need a mobile quarterback. Foles wasn't it, so you, so Mitchell's your best bet. And I, I feel like bring back Mitch. You, if you bring back Mitch now, if you end up still signing a Rob, still go get either. Some new linemen, but even even though even though the linemen that they end up using towards the the end of the season, it worked. It was it was working for them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I would get rid of Leno Jr. and Matthew because those two are the worst linemen I've ever seen in the history of football. And they get old. So I would replace them. Exactly. Replace them two. Defense wise, I would go get you know one or two more cornerbacks and maybe another safety. Because the ones we got are not trash. Besides California, now the, the ones we got. Now don't get me trash. wrong. Jackson is good. The rookie, oh. the rookie on the other side. He yeah, cool. Johnson, I will he, live and yeah. die with him on that side. Yeah. Now, like yeah. screen, he can go. Like he he had a nice two year run he where he go. was playing right. solid. But this year he you need a bigger uh, slot uh, corner because exactly. he's not gonna play. exactly. For the system, we what we really want to do, he's not going to fit. Now, he can go somewhere exactly. like Tampa Bay or, or, or go somewhere right. in the AFC where, you know what I'm saying, you can you can guard a, a a Scotty Miller or something like that. You know what I'm saying? He can go do that. But um, I don't exactly. feel like he um, he fits our skin. He don't fit. He's too small. But maybe I mean, right. he's been balling out, but I just feel like right now, if we had to, like, yeah. get rid of somebody to get something better, it would be he him. would be the odd man now because he has value. He has value right. to where he can go to a team, somebody else's team, and he can make it. He can make some plays for him. He can, 
be a dick. Exactly. Uh, so another person I, I, would get rid of, that note. I would I would get rid of I would get rid of Quinn because Quinn didn't really make a lot of noise like like he was supposed to. I'd get rid of him. No, I would definitely get no, another part, uh, Yeah, I would get rid of him. I would definitely get another linebacker. Trevathan, yeah. I might get rid of him because you know he is aging. I would definitely keep Rokon Smith because he's been doing his thing. Mac's been doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But I would go and get another linebacker to replace, you know, uh, Trevathan and uh, Quinn. Yeah. Um, I would probably get somebody else to help out Hakeem and Nick. Khalil, man. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely get somebody to help out I would, uh, Nick I would and Khalil definitely, Mack. definitely, definitely think about Bears need to upgrade on defense. Like I, I think they, like through the like, like depending on how many picks they get, because like honestly you can find D tackles like third round, fourth exactly. round guys, right? And they and they and they right. contribute right away because those are the guys who've been to school four years and they've been exactly. you know been to the senior bowl. Yeah. You just see these guys, they got they've been through some stuff, so they know how to pace themselves, they know how to ball. You know what I'm saying? Um, but receiver wise, they got good. They don't have terrible receivers. It's just well, like, I would get rid of Miller. I get rid of Miller with the quickness solely because he drops way too many passes. You know what I'm saying? You 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 had your three years with us to try and improve, but you didn't really improve. He's been up you know, and he down. He's been too up and down. You know, up and down. So I would I would go get another one. Mooney has been balling out, and we see what A. Rob has been doing. He just got hurt. However, A. Rob, a. Rob is still injury prone, so you know you never know with that. But I would definitely focus on getting at least another receiver. Definitely focus on defense because, and then they need to change up their defensive scheme entirely because they play mm-hmm. way too far off the ball as to where we give up that middle. That mm-hmm. middle is what we give. I think up that's a four way too much. Three. It's a it's a three four three defense. I think they need to go back to a four three. Because, and we don't uh, have the personnel just, to run the four three. We don't, but I think we should we should go because look at teams that run the four three. The Buccaneers ran the four three. Kansas City ran the four right. three. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh runs a four three, but all their linebackers get no. They run a three four. I'm sorry, they can run a three four because they got the linebackers to run the three four. But exactly. I think the best should go to a four three because I think it was because NFC guys, it ain't like the NFC of old where you can run a whatever the Bears. But I think they run a three four, and because right. everybody you know is past happy now. I think that's why they went to a, back to a three four because people pass happy. They're not running right. the rock like that. Right, not, they're not running as much anymore. Mm-mm. So and if you want to, that's go, why if, a lot of people doing that. Experience for a cornerback position. I honestly would go sign Richard Sherman or Josh mm-hmm. Jones to help out, you know, uh, the young guy. Johnson and Kyle Fuller. Well, Kyle Fuller got it on mm-hmm. line, so I would definitely help out the young guys. So I would go get yeah. a Josh Norman or a Richard Sherman. You know what I'm saying? Definitely give them that experience. Yeah. You know, like, hey, Rick, I'm about to, about to teach the young guys a little thing or two. Cause they, before they, I get they out of here, before I retire. Career, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, you got to lay down the freestyle before you get up out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you right, I'm trying to do, man. I think that's why I was going to do that. I answered good. Tell them. 
I know. And, I know and also, y'all, I also want to let everybody know. I also want to let everybody know that today's my last day on the show for a couple weeks. I will be back, so it's not like I'm gone forever. But, you know, I got some things I got to take care of, you know, as far as moving. So I'll be off a couple weeks. I will Family be back first. the second. Exactly. So I will be back second or third week of March. But in between time, I do have my own podcast I'm bringing back out. And I also will be, you know, producing another podcast with my brother, Yak Boys Podcast. So that will be running next Saturday on the 20th, 10 o'clock p.m. on uh, the Anchor app. So we're, we're, that will be our first podcast. Uh, and I still will have my podcast going, Talk That Ish podcast, that I will do once a week. So, you know, I won't be on air live every day anymore for the next couple of weeks, but I will do drop the podcast, you know, once or twice here and there. But I will be back. We go, we'll get back to it. But AK Genesis and B Trey will hold it down, y'all. So, you know, don't don't get the panties in the bunch. And I'm still available <laughs> right. to help. You know, I'll just not be on air, but I will still help. That's what's up, though, man. Like I said, man, you know, we said family first, man, and you know, congratulations on the on the on the situation, on the move, and everything else like that, man. So definitely, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you know, it. If y'all know, I will be uh, returning all just for the next two weeks. I'll be on air for the next two weeks. I'll be back doing my original job that I started doing. So that is uh, radio hosting, and um, yeah, so. I'll be returning. I got some people who are going to come hang out with me, um, a lot of new people who want to be on the air. So what I'm doing is I'm kind of giving people – I'm kind of doing guest spots for the next couple of weeks. I'm not replacing nobody. I'm just – people want to be on the air, so, you know, we try to give people that chance to be my guest host. Come hang out with me. Come get the vibe of being a radio host. And, you know, they do stuff in other that. spots. So, you know, I let people come through and hang out with me. Um, get a get a little vibe, you know, you know, you know, they got stuff to talk about, we can chop it up, man, you know. So all this week, man, I'm a, you know, next couple of weeks I'm gonna have guest hosts on days where Genesis can't make it to be my guest host or be Trey. So I had people filling in and hanging out with me and you know you never know what I'm gonna have on my sleeve. Man. Y'all know me. They, Once they people know I'm back in rotation. Show. They can definitely fill oh, yeah. in on the Monday because I be you know, some days I'd be like, Fuck, what am I gonna talk about? You know, I'm, I'm gonna let it flow, but like, you know, sometimes I'll be with mm-hmm. an extra co-host. That's why I'm happy that Genesis took on Tuesday as well. But that's what's know. up. So I'm all I'm gonna tune in. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna listen. You know, just won't right. be live for a few weeks. So anxious, so anxious to come back. I can't wait, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you these good bars. Like I normally do. Uh, matter of fact, matter of fact, I got you. This is what I'm gonna do, cause, cause, cause this is ongoing for four minutes. So here's what I'm about to do. So go ahead, sit the bar. I'm actually be pretty decent. Yes, sir. I ain't scared of you, yeah. motherfucker. What's up in the game, everybody know yeah. my name? What's up in the game, everybody know my name? What's up in the game, everybody know my name? Yeah. 
Except in the game, everybody kind of didn't know my name. Now everybody like knows who I be. Been in the city, really running with the Chiefs, really, really running with the game. Everybody see me, I'm running with the team. Now y'all know I really just squad, doing my thing in the end. So we all represent, we all do my thing in the city of the shot. I made it really work. I made these people understand what I do. Now I'm running around the city. I'm putting people on, I'm putting people in. Position to win, position to get it. I got it, I run it, I win. I made it so hot, I made the block, I came back, I made it stop. Anybody in my circle know I'm always ready to make it pop. We all team, we on the block, we on the team, and we do it right, and we do it great, so we do it good. And every night, we all in the hood. Bright lights, they kind of surprise. Everybody know my flight. Matter of fact, you check on my flight. Everybody know in my fly by night, no by day, no by night. Anywhere I go, I get it, gotta go. All gas, no brakes. Yeah, I did it because I'm on the team. Hey. <laughs> I almost turned that into a song. <laughs> I almost turned that into a hey. song, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel that. Damn. Yeah, That's man. crazy, man. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I just got bars all the time, but you know, you know. yeah. I'm a, I ain't gonna send no bars tonight, but when I come back, <laughs> I got y'all. But before I go, man, I gotta make quick and nothing, man. Um, y'all know last year I did a Valentine's Day mixtape. I grabbed a bunch of R&B artists from all over. And I am happy to say that I have will be pulling it off again. Um, we are close to the deadline for music to be submitted for the mixtape. But just to let y'all know, uh, OG Radio presents the Music for Love Volume Two. We'll be dropping on Valentine's Day, so that's a Sunday. So you probably get it about. It'll probably be dropped about Sunday night. A Sunday afternoon, something like that. So, like I said, most people probably ain't going to work on Monday. So, I give y'all something to vibe to, like, Valentine's Day all through the week. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm proud to, you know, bring this mixtape back, man. Um, I kind of didn't think I was be able to pull it off. Um, bless, a lot of blessings. A lot of people um, who I know um, just rock with, rock with your boy. And uh, understand, you know, my situations when it comes to mixtape time. Uh, they understand what I'm trying to accomplish in this mixtape game. And I am proud to say that these people really do trust in what I do. Um, I got some amazing artists that I just met like two or three days ago. Like, this ain't no mixtape where I'm going to look for, like, people I know. This is a mixtape where I'm going to just find R&B singers and see which ones are the hottest and let them go do what they do. Man, when I mean to tell y'all, I know some awesome artists that's going to be a part of OG Radio coming soon, being guest guest appearances. Man, it's crazy how I just, you know, how we just really came together and made this mixtape going to be something worth getting. Um, just because it drops on Valentine's Day don't mean you, you can't listen to it afterward. Um, man, just, <laughs> I swear I didn't think I was going to be able to pull this mixtape off, man, but, um, Shout out to my cousin Stephanie who did the graphic art, man. She definitely came through in the clutch for your boy. Gave me the graphic uh design, the cover for the mixtape. Uh shout out to my boy Ron B, man. Y'all what y'all don't know is man, Ron B is our producer for OG Radio, OG TV, OG Great Entertainment. Um he currently produced a song featuring my boy, my my bro, Dandrell Scott. 
uh, and Twister. Y'all heard the song on on our on our, on our radio show called Faded Tonight. Um, that joint is with ten ten thousand ten k listeners. So shout out to my boy Ron B for producing that track. Shout out to my boy Dandre Scott for you know putting the track together and letting you know OG Radio play it. Man, like I said, Ron B got most of the in like most of the intro and outro beats that you hear on my mixtapes. Man, that's him doing his thing. Uh, like I said, man, Music for Love Volume Two coming out Sunday, man. So um, it's gonna be something for y'all to vibe to while y'all in the crib, you know, doing what y'all do, trying to relax on Valentine's Day, cause like I said, it's on a Sunday, so you can't really go too crazy. But I got something for y'all, man. Right. Like I said, a lot of people didn't think I was able to pull this off, and I gotta say this before I get off the air: a lot of people were seeing me repost, repost, and repost, and I'm gonna continue to repost about looking for artists, looking for artists. And one guy or person, because they don't want to reveal who they are, was telling me or was trying to send a uh, um, sneak, like, I don't know if it's a sneak this or, or like, shade, like, man, you know, I ain't never seen a DJ or somebody has to continuously post about uh, making sure artists send him music, man. I guess people don't rock with him or whatever else like that. So my response was, I'm not reposting this like I'm begging. I'm reposting this stuff because it is so many R&B artists that mm-hmm. don't nobody push, don't nobody support. So my thing is, exactly. if they see somebody searching for them, they gonna come out the woodwork. Because R&B artists feel like they don't get no respect. If you ain't like sing rapping on your on your songs, ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna mess with you. So right. my thing is, I post it to all social media to find these. R&B singers who, like, man, I, I'm I, I'm done, or I don't want to do music, or, man, it's so hard to do my music play. Nah, we got you covered. And that is the reason exactly. why I do what I do with my mixtapes, man. It's not for, you know, the recognition, whatever. It's for these for these artists who, when they hear their song played on OG Radio, or they know they are part of one of my mixtapes, that does something to an artist. That, that, that fuels them. So if I'm that exactly. guy that's going to do that part, then I'm going to continue to be that guy, man. I've been, you know, I'm a two-mile horn, man. I've been doing this 10-plus years, man. What y'all been up to? You know what I'm saying? Right. I was solid for a year, two years without a live radio show, like solid. Like numbers never moved. It was still the same numbers as if I was on the F. Never moved. Did my thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, held my weight. You know, get the respect from these Mainstream radio stations, like people who do mainstream radio, they rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Certain celebrity right. artists, they rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Certain hood celebrities in Chicago, like Chicago legends, they rock with OG Radio, man. So I'm not right. doing this mixtape, like, trying to get no clout, man. This is just my job. I, I rock with the city, so this is how I show y'all I rock with the city, man. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for that, man. Mixtape coming tomorrow. I'll be on the five. Five, five show with my boy Two Official interviewing your boy, man. So uh, look out for that. Um, I don't know, man. I guess uh, some. I guess they like me somehow, you know. Shout out to uh, Miss Snake. Shout out to Miss Snake Chama. We was on um, the Boston radio station. Ow! Yeah, we was on the. I was. I did the um, the indie (laughs) report with her about two weeks ago, man. Like I said, um. I'm still going to get the audio for that, so I will be dropping that as soon as she sends me the audio. 
I did a freestyle yeah. on there. I wasn't supposed to, but she just she pushed the boy into it. But uh, man, like I said, man, um, I'm out here working, man. So that's what I'm doing, man. And like I said, next week is all. I'm, I'm, I'm returning to the airways, man, full time for about two weeks, man. So uh, I got some, I got some aces up my sleeve while you gone. And I'm gonna hold down the fort, man. So other than that, man, that's about it. Um, yeah, I'm out, man. I get it, y'all. I get it, y'all. And y'all know where y'all can find me, man. Terrell Radio Rail Redmond on Facebook, Hell Rail 1290 on Instagram, and Radio Rail 21 on IG. You know, I'll be gone for a minute, but you can find Talk That Ish on the Anchor app and Spotify, and you will find Yak Boys Podcast next Saturday on the Anchor app. So I will be reposting nonstop, and I will be shouting out OG Radio nonstop till I come back. So just, you know, be on the lookout for everything OG Radio got going. Uh, it's Friday. So, you know, everybody have a safe weekend. Have a wonderful uh, Valentine's Day, I believe D-Trey is going to drop um, his show, but for, you know, on B-Day. Not really sure because he might be on his own little thing with his old lady, but... Right, 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 right. Tune in this Sunday for Sit That Ass Sunday, and then, you know, AK be on the show Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday, Genesis. <laughs> so, shout out to the whole OG team, OG Radio. Um, just know when I come back, I'm going to have a lot of shit for y'all. So it's been fun. It's been real. Just just wait for the comeback, for the welcome back. Right. Good night, everybody. Be right. safe. Right. Do what you love. Love what you do. The rest of that camera stuff, man. We out here. We out. Yeah.